Very warm welcome to this week's Bromsgrove and Druid Standard Podcast with me, Tristan Harris. Now, we were due to speak to Chief Inspector Ed Hancocks regarding um, startling figures of six attacks on police officers in 10 days across Bromsgrove and Redditch. But unfortunately, due to operational reasons, he can't be with us today. We are going to catch up with him hopefully early next week. So we will be bringing you that interview as and when we get it. But let's just have a look at this story. It's the main story on the front page of the Bromsgrove Standard this week. Uh, Chief Inspector has said anyone attacking police and other emergency services workers can expect to feel the full force of the law. And this came after six of his officers in Redditch and Bromsgrove were assaulted in the space of 10 days. Chief Inspector Hancock's warning came after James Bateman, 23, was jailed for 24 weeks after just three days when he strangled an officer at the Golden Lion pub in Charford. That was on February the 8th. He praised the force of the CPS and the court's prompt response and added those who attacked emergency service workers would also swiftly be brought to justice. He also thanked the drinkers at the Golden Lion who intervened while the officer was being attacked and they actually stopped it being a lot worse. So praise for the public there and everyone down at the Golden Lion. Now, Chief Inspector Hancocks, when I spoke to him yesterday, he went on to say... Um, that there'd been an increase in reported attacks. He felt a lot of that was down to his officers feeling more comfortable and um, more confident about reporting um, incidents as and when they happened. Two years ago, maximum sentences were actually increased for attacks on emergency service workers under the Emergency Services Act. Um, and so the maximum sentences are now, they've gone up from six months to 12 months. The um, man who um, assaulted the police officer uh, last week who uh, strangled the officer James Bateman he was called um, that's the uh, the attacker not the officer he was sentenced to 24 weeks um, and it all happened just three days after the attack CI Hancocks said the majority of people wouldn't even contemplate um, attacking police officers or other emergency service workers for that matter but there's a small minority that do and what they have to remember is he said they um, have to remember there's a person behind the uniform so it's not just you know it's not just um, a badge you're attacking or, or the police en masse you are actually attacking a person and as he said as well he said the acts and campaign recognise the person behind the uniform and if they are attacked, they are a victim of crime as well. It's not just part of the job. He also said um, every police officer, you know, they should have the right um, to be able to just go home back to their family um, unscathed after their shifts and it's not an unreasonable ask for that to happen. So that's quite serious then. Um, of the six assaults, obviously we had the one in Charford on February the 8th in the Golden Lion pub. Other ones included, and there was one on the early hours of Sunday morning in Worcester Road in Bromsgrove. Um, an officer was punched there. Uh, there was four officers have been injured in assaults in Redditch between February the 8th and the 17th. And then there was the man arrested and charged over an incident in Withal on January the 28th where a police officer was uh, dragged along by a car. So we've got got quite a few attacks on police officers i think people have got to be educated haven't they and they've got to remember i mean i don't want to say um you know young people have got to be educated because it's not young people who are doing this it's, it's people of all ages who are who are involved in these attacks i think people as um, ed hancock said people have got to really remember 
the uh, the person behind the uniform and like you said they they've got a perfect right to, to go back to their family well hopefully we'll be ta- um, catching up with ed in the next few days so we'll be bringing you that interview as and when we get it let's have a look at other news now the big talking point of last week of course was bromsgrove mp sajid javid resigning from the cabinet dramatically on thursday just in time for our deadline but we couldn't get hold of him um, on the day um, I did speak to him at his pensioners' fair on Friday, and he said uh, he just thanked everyone. He'd had overwhelming messages of support after his resignation from the cabinet. Mr. Javid took the decision to step down from his chancellor's role, saying he could not accept the conditions of the appointments. On the Thursday evening, he actually printed the whole resignation letter on Twitter, and he said, uh, in order to continue as chancellor, he was told that he needed to sack his whole team of special advisers in favour of a joint team between number 10 and number 11. Now, the thing is with um, Sajid, he said, you know, he was only happy with things that he was happy to put his name to. And that would have been ones like budgets, etc., um, crafted by his um, his own personal team who he'd handpicked to do that job. Speaking to the standard at the pensioners fair, he said... I've had so many messages of support from fellow MPs, constituents, people here at the Pensioners' Fair and even members of public from up and down the country. A lot of people have said it was good to see me standing up for principles, my principles and what I believed in. He said he was a backbencher and will continue to support the government. I'll also have more time to spend in Bromsgrove helping my constituents. I've always said that those people who voted me in Without them, I would not even be an MP, let alone have had the chance to serve in the cabinet roles. Now, we were talking earlier, weren't we, Claire? But there's always been this chancellor and, and prime minister, you know, a bit of tension between them. We had like Brown and Blair and all those. And uh, it's just a shame the way it ended, really. It is a shame. I just wanted to see him do his first budget, with the, uh, as a lot of people did. Well, it is a shame because I just, I've, I've told everyone I know, Tristan, that you are one of the only people in the world who has Sajid's private number. And we just felt special, didn't we, really? We did, we did. And it was a good way of putting Bromsgrove in the map, but on the map. But I'm sure he will be back because when I asked him about it at the back benches, he said, Yeah, I'm on the back benches for now. Hmm. He said, so I think uh, I think in the future, he's got a lot to give, I think. Oh, I think. he's such a... I, I, I just remember as well when we were doing those hustings, he was so intelligent. He didn't ever have to look at any of his notes. He knew all the figures right from his head. He didn't have to ever look anything up. He was just... No, he just, he just seems to know. Ball, he seems yeah. to make it... You know, he seems to like really give 110%, although yeah. he wouldn't agree with that figure, obviously, no, no, because... Uh, but um, the interesting thing was, was there was a lot of uh, messages, um, a lot of people I know who actually voted Labour and, and, and a left wing in their politics actually, you know, they came out in like support him. of him yeah. as well um, after this. So we'll have to see where it goes from there. So we'll be keeping a good eye on that. The Pensioners Fair itself was a massive success. Several hundred older people attended to see what activities help and support was on offer across the district. The attendance at Parkside clearly eclipsed last year's total with that event heaving right from the off. There was more than 50 exhibitors, including West, Mid- uh, West Mercia Police, sorry, and they were giving out those purse bells. Have you seen those? No. You put them on your purse, and then if somebody tries to um, take the purse out of the bag, you hear it ring, <gasps> and uh, they were giving them away free. What a good idea. <laughs> they had loads of, of They had loads of other... Th- other um, uh, crime prevention advice. The Bromsgrove Lions, they're always there every year. They've got these things called the message in a bottle. Have you seen these as no. well? This is probably well, not for, like, not really 
commonplace among, um, you know, uh, 40-year-olds and stuff, so, uh, or in their 40s. Um, they're like a, a bottle, and what you do is you put your medical advice, you put your, what drugs you're on and stuff, mm. like a list of them, and you put it in the fridge, and then I think you wear like a, a, a bracelet, and then if you have a funny turn or a cardiac arrest or something in, or some kind of episode in your house, when the paramedics get in they see that on the wrist and they know to go to the fridge to open this bottle and then they can tell what medication you're on see if i'm it liking this idea but why can't they just write the medication on the wristband well they could do but they're, they're quite long words aren't oh, they? Are they? oh yeah, that's yeah, true yeah, yeah. Yeah. you can imagine that <laughs> you don't want a big chunky uh chunky wristband do you, and, with and all i guess that. a lot of people do keep their medications in the fridge because yeah yeah cause some medications some, you have to yeah so. yeah so so they were there avoncroft museum all our favorite organizations were there the the uh, rotary club of north worcestershire the stroke association um bromsgrove walking sports the towns forum for older people of course that's made for them age uk everyone was there and uh, mr javid said there's so many organizations groups and clubs here but it's not about that it is partly about that, obviously, but it's also about celebrating the huge contribution that older people make to our communities on a daily basis, like that Eddie bus that we covered the other week. Absolutely. That was uh, fantastic. And so this is the second or third year he's done it Fourth, now. Fourth, man. Fourth year, oh, wow. I can't believe he's been... He was elected in 2010, so he's been in Bromsgrove for a decade now. Oh, my goodness. That's well, has the time. I can't, do you know what? Someone was saying to me it's nearly the end of February. Uh, I can't I believe know. already two months of this year. It's just been what is crazy, happening? hasn't it? Um, it was good to catch up from my, on a personal point of view as well because I met loads of lovely people. Obviously, I knew the Rotary and the Lions and the Older People's Forum and the Walking Hocking. I've, I've spoke to the police officers before or chat to them on a regular basis. And it was just a really nice event and a really good atmosphere. And the Bromsgrove Flower Club, um, they were looking for new members. That's someone I hadn't met before. Um, so we're going to put a story together for them. What's it like, Tristan, when you're walking down Bromsgrove High Street? Are you like a celebrity? <laughs> no, but I do occasionally see people I know and stuff. I, um, I saw someone <laughs> on the way in to the pensioners venture and oh I thought you'd be at that meeting last night I was expecting to see you there and I've completely with everything with the Sajid uh, situation I've absolutely completely forgot the other thing to mention about the um, pensioners fair as well when he walked in he got like a rapturous applause from everyone Aww. which was so it was just it was just so crazy it was it was just a, it was just a crazy couple of days at the end of last week um, but that's um, so we've got that story going in this week about him thanking everyone for their overwhelming messages of support let's move across to Droitwich now there's a free community event marking the 400th anniversary of the sailing of the Mayflower. Talking about people putting um, towns on the map. And uh, we spoke about this before, haven't we? Ed Edward Winslow, he was born in Droitwich and he was one of the first people to um, land in America at Plymouth Rock. And it's the 400th anniversary, so there's loads going on this, this year. And on the 4th of July, of course, um, Droitwich Town Centre and the Lido Park, there's going to be loads going on. Um, you've got... Um, Born in Droitwich in 1595 and baptised in St. Peter's Church, Edward Winslow was on board the Mayflower when it set sail to the New World in 1620. Exploring themes of freedom, humanity and imagination, the day will include storytelling, music, performance, virtual reality, craft for all the family. There's other confirmed highlights. There's a street theatre, circus companies... We're going to have a big story about this this week, and we'll have to get them on the podcast at some point. They, we? they must have been so brave, mustn't they? Going off on a ship for, to never yeah. return, and they didn't really know where they were going or what they were should expect. No. And I then mean, they've just rocked up at this yeah. untouched land, and you know, started the communities there. And um, I think um, he was involved as well in one of the first ever Thanksgivings as well. Oh wow! So there you go. Well, I've never had a Thanksgiving. You will have had a Thanksgiving. I have because I've lived in America, and um, yeah, they, a lot of them prefer Thanksgiving to. Christmas. 
Christmas. I don't yeah. quite see that because I no. love my Christmases. No. But um, yeah, it's a really big, big deal. You don't get many Thanksgiving films, though, do you? That's true. Very true. And it's <laughs> never on the same day. It's always like the last yeah, Thursday, the last Thursday of, of, the, of November. That, November. Mm. Yeah. So there we are. I'm sure I have enough turkey between Christmas and New Year to... Uh, well, they have turkey <laughs> on their Thanksgiving. On their Thanksgiving, yeah. that's what I mean. So yeah. I, I have enough between China, between <laughs> December the 25th and uh, December... Well, even before that, when you go out with, for work lunches and stuff. Now, we're going to go straight into the standard shout-outs because uh, okay. I'm, I'm liking this and I'm, yeah. I'm, I need to post it on Facebook to say to people, if you want a standard shout-out, please get in touch. And if somebody's done a good deed or won an award or, you know, volunteered, you've got a volunteer milestone or something, we want to hear from you so we can give you a standard shout-out on the podcast. This week's standard shout-out, RGS Dodderhill Girls' School in Droitwich finished third in their first national hockey tournament last Thursday. The under-15s took on other teams around the country at the highly regarded Lee Valley Hockey Centre at the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. We've got some great pictures of them at the Olympic Park as well. The girls who played several matches throughout the day suffered an early setback when they lost to uh, Clare's Court School, but they battled back to draw their next game at Finborough School before swiftly brushing aside Radnor House and St Mary's. After losing in the semi-final, they played Radnor House again for the third and fourth playoff, and they won that, so they went away with bronze medals. Well done, girls. Memorable occasion for them. Members of Droitwich Bar Judo Club also finished with an impressive Hall of Medals at their latest competition at Kingsbury Leisure Centre last Sunday. Sophie Brown took gold in the under 55 kilos of division and Megan Skillen fought hard to win a gold medal in her ladies division category. Siblings Shay and Lauren Hall equally showcased their skills, both winning silver medals in their divisions. Aaron Hall fought in two categories. He was able to win a bronze in the over 55 kilos and a silver in the Esquire section. Coach Thomas Ewing praised his students for the quality of judo they displayed throughout the tournaments. I love watching a bit of judo. Yeah, I used to do it, you know. Did you? Do you know what? There's a, there's a funny story. You're going to love this. I, was, um, I, I wasn't that good, and I was only like a little person, so I was like the smallest in my class all through school and everything. So I was actually... It's all done in weight categories. Mm. So there was a mate of mine who was... He wasn't on the large side, but he was like normal size. He obviously got loads of people in his weight division and he got trounced and everything and I got trounced as well but because there was only four people in my light category I walked away with a bronze medal so I I didn't even win a a fight (laughs) so uh, that was good it pays to be little but you still grow because you're not little anymore you're quite tall I'm not little anymore now I was as quiet as a church mouse as well all through primary school and secondary school I think it was kind of the sixth form when I kind of came out of myself do your parents ever say who are you what happened to the old Tristan no, it's just it's it's, it's Can't like shut you up nowadays. No, no, this is the thing, isn't it? Maybe I'm making up for lost time. Let's move on to the sport now. There's not much to report because Bromsgrove and Droitwich both had games cancelled at the weekend. Droitwich, we're recording this on Wednesday. Droitwich are due to play Wiley tonight. That's been postponed as well. Team Dudley at home on Saturday for Droitwich, hopefully, because they've got four games in hand already. And what normally happens in these kind of things, if you have a bad winter or floods and things, what happens is when you come to April... And, and May when the football season's got to finish sometimes they're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Friday, Monday and they're playing like four games in eight days or whatever oh. which is not going to be good on the legs Oh um, I didn't realise they had to catch up Yeah they have to uh, so at some point Now Droitwich are four games behind the Wellington Amateurs who are at the top of the table Droitwich on 34 points and they're only one point behind so if they did win all four of those games as we say every week they'd be 11 points clear at the top and you would think they'd be pretty home bankers for, uh, for promotion um, It's only the 
the top one who goes up in that division. But yeah, so they'll be hoping that they can get this home match against Dudley on Saturday. Dudley are in seventh, so uh, hopefully Droitwich can win there, provided they can get rid of the floodwaters and, and God knows what. Starport on seven, I don't know. That's where they play the home games at the moment until they get this stadium pitch. Um, so we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Again, Sporting had a game postponed on Saturday against Hensford Town. Now, pending league approval, that's going to be rescheduled for March the 17th, which will be good because it's St. Patrick's Day. So you can have a few Guinnesses and, and watch Bromsgrove Sporting. Hopefully. The look of the Irish. I wonder who's got the most Irish players, Hensford or Bromsgrove Sporting. We'll have to check that out before the date. This Saturday, Hitchin Town, um, it's... Um, it's another league game. Bromsgrove Sporting a second. They're two points off Tamworth, who have two games in hand. Um, so that's looking better for Sporting, because I'm sure, they, were, um, I'm sure they, they had more games in hand than that. So Tamworth must have slit, slipped up um, last weekend. So fingers crossed for Bromsgrove Sporting to get their game on, um, and hopefully some slip-ups from Tamworth so they can go up as well as champions. Now, this Saturday at the Hitchin match, Bromsgrove Sporting, a lovely community club, and this week they've got a collection for food banks, uh, for the local food bank. So if you are going along to see the Razzlers on Saturday, please take a few tins and every single donation will be gratefully received. What a great idea. Indeed. That brings us to the end of the news and sports. Claire's up next with the entertainment, telling you what you could be doing in the next few days in Bromsgrove, Rubri and Droidwich. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Gate. Thanks, Tristan. Yes, my top picks of things to see and do this weekend in the Redditch, Bromsgrove and Droitwich areas are as follows. We may be slightly flooded at the moment, but that doesn't stop us Worcestershire people, does it? On Saturday, the 22nd of February... We're having a picnic. Yes, you heard me correctly. It's a community winter picnic and it's all happening at Redditch Library. So don't worry, you won't be sitting outside freezing in a field somewhere or anything like that. But there is going to be food, dance, face painting, crafts and lots of food and entertainment. Bring some food yourself to share and get there for about 11am until 3pm and you'll have a great old time and also get to know some of your Redditch neighbours better. The event is absolutely free and it's being hosted by Redditch borough council thank you redditch borough council and we hope to see you there on saturday in redditch between 11 and 3 p.m then on saturday evening loads of live music going on all over the place a legend will be performing at the hop hole inn in bromsgrove on saturday great local band there witcher another great local band will be on at the old black cross on the worcester road in bromsgrove on saturday night floyd in the flesh the fabulous Pink Floyd tribute band, they're going to be at the Palace Theatre in Redditch on Saturday night. And if you haven't seen these guys before, you're going to love them, especially if you like Pink Floyd or love Pink Floyd like I do. You're in for a real treat. You'll be taken on a musical journey through all of the classical Floyd tracks, hits like Another Brick in the Wall and Wish You Were Here. They also do a breathtaking performance of Great Gig in the Sky and Comfortably Numb, featuring some of the country's most talented musicians this really is a show not to be missed by any fan of amazing live music there's also a light and laser show and authentic projections upon that iconic circular screen that they do in their concerts and they tell me you may even see appearances from inflatable characters like algae algae the pig and schoolmaster it's going to be a great night 8 p.m start at the palace theater in redditch on saturday evening get your tickets quick from the palace theater website 
There's also live music over at the Black Tap in Redditch on Saturday night with the Pale Riders and Quill. They're going to be on at the Rocklands Club on Saturday evening. If you haven't seen Quill before, you've probably heard of them, actually, if you're from around Birmingham, as they've been going since about 1972, apparently. Amazing. They are a seven piece band from around Birmingham, which blends rock, folk, Americana style of music with a unique blend of drums and percussion violin and beautiful vocal harmonies. Last year saw them launch a brand new lineup with the legendary jump drummer Bev Bevin, known all over the world as a member of ELO, The Move, Black Sabbath, etc. So yeah, it's going to be a great show on Saturday night. Get your tickets from the Rocklands Club in Redditch. And it's also going to be a great show over in Bromsgrove on Saturday evening with Barnstormers Comedy at Art Tricks. 8pm start there. Always a great lineup. And I have to say, I have a very special spot for comedy at the Art Tricks, as I did my first comedy stand-up show there. Such a lovely crowd. And although it was probably the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my whole life, it was also one of the best. Support local comedy guys. We all need to laugh. Barnstormerscomedy.com is a great place to start. You can find out all the details of their gigs and definitely try and catch their show on Saturday at the Artrix in Bromsgrove. Then on Sunday, the 23rd of February, if anyone is getting married, do check out the wedding open day happening at Abbey Hotel in Redditch. Free entry, 11am until 3pm. I understand you get a free glass of fizz and some canopies too, so that's a bonus. And these events are really great at getting ideas and just meeting the experts and wedding suppliers, etc. It's a lovely hotel too, great place to get married, great facilities and lovely countryside for all those pics. So do check it out. Then on Sunday evening, more comedy at Art Tricks with Tom Stade. He's direct from the Edinburgh Festival, so join Tom as he attempts to figure out exactly where he fits into this emerging new world of feelings and FaceTime. Exactly when did he and all his stuff become vintage, he tells us, and why he didn't see it coming. I know exactly how he feels. You'll have seen him on Channel 4's Comedy Gala, Michael McIntyre's Comedy Roadshow, The John Bishop Show, and Live at the Apollo. Now you can see him at Artrix in Bromsgrove on Sunday night. Get your tickets quick. Then a few events for next week on Tuesday the 25th of February. There's an evening with Anne Cleves at Art Tricks. She's the author of two of the most popular TV series, Shetland and also Vera. So it should be a great night. You get to hear all about the all behind the scenes types of things and being such an incredible writer. 7.30pm start there on Tuesday evening. And then on Wednesday the 26th of February, book your tickets for Simon Brodkin's comedy at the Palace Theatre in Redditch. After three hugely successful BBC series as Lee Nelson, multiple sellout tours and various court appearances following world famous stunts on Theresa May and Donald Trump and Kanye West, etc., the award winning comedian unleashes his funniest creation yet, he tells us, which is his, himself. 8 pm on Wednesday in Redditch. All the details on his website, simonbrodkin.com. Obviously, there are loads more things going on this week, so do check out the full listings in the paper and on our websites. And remember, if you have an event going on, do let us know at the Redditch, Ulster, Bromsgrove and Droitwich standards so we can let everyone know. 
Have a great week. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Claire. Loads going on as ever in our towns. So make sure you get yourself to those events and show your support. That's all we've got time for for this week. Remember, you can get daily updates on our website, which came in very handy with Storm Dennis and Storm Kira the last couple of weekends. You can get daily updates. Bromsgrovestandard.co.uk droitwichstandard.co.uk You can email us through there. If you hear anything on this podcast you want to comment on, if you want to send us in any letters, if you want us to cover something over on this podcast or through a web story or through a um, for a news story in the paper, please do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget where all the conversation's happening. It's happening on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Search for Bromsgrove and Droitwich Standard on there depending on which town you live in and you can join in you can obviously comment on individual news stories you can send us stuff through the messenger there's loads to do so there's really no excuse not to get in touch all that's left to say is please have a good week and stay dry if we're expecting i'm not sure if we're expecting any more rain i think they did say we might get some but i don't know how it'll affect our individual towns but please stay dry stay safe and we'll reconvene at the same time next week (laughs) 